0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for November 25th, 2019. I am one of your hosts, Imran Khan, and joining me today is FM3 underscore Fran Mirabella third. Fran, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Back-to-back, kinda funny Games Daily episodes with you, yeah. Imran. It
0: feels like we were just here a couple of hours ago. Granted, it was a weekend yeah. ago, but I spent that weekend playing video games, so whatever. Yeah. How you doing with the cold?
1: Oh, I'm fine. I Mm. mean, it's funny. We were talking about this coming in. I'm like, my house was freezing this morning. I'm from the Chicago area, and Mm. like, we just don't have heat in San Francisco. It's not that cold outside. It's like 50, uh, which is no big deal. But in your house overnight, it'll get to be like 58 degrees or whatever, and you're like, that's kind of cold.
0: Yeah, I was in Kansas City a week ago, and it was like normal temperature for them, but like deathly cold for me, so it was like low 40s-ish. Yeah, you're from here. I am from Georgia originally, which makes it oh Yeah. So, from Georgia, then moved here. So, I've yeah. never actually been to a place that gets... You're warm-blooded. Yeah, reasonably cold. That's fair. So, like, when I'm there, I'm like, I have gloves on, coats, scarf, <laughs> all that stuff. Everyone else is, like, in a yeah, hoodie and a t-shirt. I-
1: Everybody where it's getting cold or is cold right now, they're like, you guys are so, you're babies. Or yeah, whatever. no, we but, are babies. But you don't have heat inside, and I'm telling you, it's a big difference.
0: But. Yes. When you wake up cold, uh, it's hard to get warm.
1: The last funny part of this story is, uh, if you know this, Destiny, if you raid uh, in the first like week mm-hmm. when they release their raids, you can order a jacket that's like a custom special jacket that you only get if you finish the raid. But I got one that's like more of a winter puffy coat, <laughs> and mm-hmm. there's been no reason to wear it, except I was freezing this morning, so I made uh, some eggs uh, in that jacket this morning, so you can picture that.
0: Yeah, eggs and jacket is always like a fun man, I image.
1: felt good while I was doing it, and then I warmed up and then I was good.
0: Yeah. Alright, this is Kinda Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10am live right here on twitch.tv slash kindafunnygames, where we run you through all the nerdy video game news that's fit to hear. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindafunny.com slash Wrong. To be part of the show, head to patreoncom kindoffunnygames, where bronze members and above get to write in, and silver members and above get the show ad free. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtubecom kindoffunnygames, or listen later by searching for Kind of Funny Games daily on podcast services around the globe. Today's stories include: Kojima wants to make a horror game. Microsoft might want to make Xbox exclusives, and Cyberpunk will probably come to ne- next-gen systems. First, a little bit of housekeeping. We got a weird schedule this week because it's Thanksgiving week, so we don't really have that many shows. So Gamescast will actually be not only today, but right after this. That's right. So we will be doing it live for patrons, right? recording it uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific-ish. Yeah, 11-ish. 11-ish, yeah. Ish, yeah. Know,
1: probably a little, are we doing a pre-show too, Kev, or just going right Yeah, in? yeah, yeah, but we we'll yeah. usually include that with the
0: recording. Line. Totally. Yeah. So we're doing that. This one will be a special show. You guys can call in to me, Fran, and Andy we're going to be recording live we'll we want to hear your thanksgiving memories like what you're thankful for want to hear your recipes well, I guess video games too we'll talk I a little was bit like, about is that what the show's about I, I thought
1: it was still about games i don't
0: know we mostly it's going to be a we're check sorting it out it's stuff. been like 3 game days
2: oriented
0: like yeah time. i want to hear your thanksgiving game bullshit <laughs> so <laughs> be sure call well, the the number will be live when Gabe, gamescast goes live so if you're a Patreon or a Patreon subscriber You want to call in and talk to us about it, feel free. We're going to have the phone lines open for that one.
2: Don't leave any voicemails. We won't hear them.
0: Yeah, do (laughs) do not leave a voicemail. Good heads up. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack, Zach Parsley, and Muhammad Muhammad. Today we're brought to you by Nothing and No One, and I will not tell you about that later because we have no ads this week. It's a short (laughs) week. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news! We got four stories today. Oh, Baker's dozen! First of all, Hideo Kojima. I think you've heard of him. He's like an indie developer. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sounds familiar.
0: Uh, he's hinting at a return to horror. This is from GameSpot by James mm. O'Connor. Kojima Productions Death Stranding released on PlayStation 4 this month, earning a 9 out of 10 in our review. In GameSpot review, and marking a new era for director Hideo Kojima four years after his split with Konami. Before Death Stranding, Kojima was working on a new Silent Hill game called Silent Hills. A much-loved demo, PT, was released, but Konami ultimately canceled the game, much to the chagrin of fans. Now, years later, it's starting to look like Kojima is thinking about horror again. On Twitter, Kojima has made reference to making the scariest horror game, and he's watching horror movies to prepare. The film in the tweet in in question is The Eye. It's not actually a Thai film, as Kojima claims. It's the work of Hong Kong directors, the Pang Brothers. Part of the film, however, is set in Thailand. Quote, as to make the scariest horror game, I'll watch the scary movies in order to awaken my horror soul. The Eye is a Thai horror movie I rent when making PT, but was too scary to finish watching. The package is so scary that I rented the disc only. Will I be able to finish watching? (laughs) From this, it's not clear whether Kojima is actually moving ahead with the horror game development or just exploring the possibility. In 2017, Kojima said he did not plan on returning to horror, but P.T. continues to be relevant, despite having been delisted years ago. Earlier this month, actor Norman Reedus said he was okay with Silent Hill's not going ahead, as it meant he was able to work with Kojima on Death Stranding instead. But since Konami holds the right to Silent Hill, any horror game Kojima works on would have to be different anyway. Kojima has not tweeted about the movie again... Again, since so it's not clear whether he has gone finished third eye or not, or whether it has inspired him to return to horror or quote awakened his horror soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, how did, did you pl- play PT when it came out? Yeah, were you like in on the thing of like, I wonder what this is? What is this mystery?
1: Uh, I didn't really like. I wasn't one of the investigators, if okay. that's what you mean. But I was following it at the time for sure. Yeah, I,
0: I think I was on vacation when it came out. By the time I came back, everyone had already figured out like, oh, this is. There's a Silent Hill teaser at the end of this. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, I thought it, I feel like it was, like, while I was at Gamescom, but I might be misremembering mis- It was, was it in August? It would or? have had to
0: be, like, July, okay, I think. So I probably
2: not But then you're wrong.
1: Uh, yeah. But it might have gone on for a while. Maybe there was something else that came up at that Gamescom after. But it was close. It was a summertime thing. Um... Yeah, let's give him something to write in about. Yeah. I, I didn't say that's what it was. I said I couldn't remember. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, that was like a big deal then is not only the teaser, that was the huge part of it um, was what it revealed, and nobody really knew about that. Um, but then, a lot know.
0: of A lot of people give P.T. credit of like, I've seen it pop up as not only on like best horror game lists, but mm-hmm. best game of the decade lists recently. I That's th- stating a lot. That is stating I, a lot. It I is a I very love creepy game.
1: The atmosphere. I mean mm. it should absolutely it is top atmosphere, you know, and what it creates. Right. From like a gameplay perspective though, you just walk through, you know, several hallways and figure out a few things and like it's
2: Terrifying though, right? It, it's great, but yes. it's
1: all about the atmosphere, the sound and the implementation and it's awesome. I mean I think PT is really cool. When it stopped working on my <laughs> PlayStation, I was yeah. like super upset that they managed to brick it.
0: That one has always sucked. Like I could understand that Konami doesn't want to sell this game. They don't. They have some animus towards Kojima. I can kind of get that. Delisting it and making so it does it actually expires on existing systems sucks.
1: Yeah, it's really that is a very annoying, just like um, byproduct of the modern age. Is you know what I'm looking for? It's like that they're able to do that. Like back in the day, you know that would have just come on a disc and it's just on the disc and everybody's safe. Mm -hmm. But now, like I trust me, I tried to protect that. For a long time and then I just showed up one day and they got me with one of their updates, I guess. Yeah. I think some people still have like an old, you know, PlayStation that hasn't been updated. I and
0: mean, people still still sell PS4s on eBay that have, oh, we it has PT on it. You can play PT. Yeah. But that means it has
1: not been updated and all this other stuff. So, Kevin, is there a reason there's files behind us? Okay,
0: we're, we're breaking everything. Okay, that's cool. okay. For
2: whatever reason, just, there, there's been some sort of update or something to the keyboard, and it always switches over to VLC. So, I'll, I was trying to look up PT right now. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> if
1: you're like, watching the show live, yeah, yeah, we had the, the monitor behind us change. I just wanted if you're to make
2: you're sure, watching c- it as a VOD, yeah. yeah I wanted to make know sure know Kevin,
1: Kevin knew, you know, he no, was no, surfing through his prawn folder. Over you want there, to
0: embarrass Kevin more, um, Fran,
2: Fran, don't be rude. I was trying to look up to see if we can buy a PT PS4 right now. Could
0: we? Just, could, just could we expense see, that? So, just, if you're well,
1: serious yeah. about it, Kevin, and we can, I'm expecting the result. Yeah. You will buy it. Because he's looking. No, no. You're being real mean to see, me Kevin, I wanted, I wanted to see if it was possible.
2: Because I All thought that. Right. God, I hate you.
1: I'm just messing with him. It's Monday here. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the story at hand, right? Is do we think Kojima is actually, you know, doing this? I. Yeah, just to jump in with my answer. I, like, read this. I was like, I don't think Kojima's actually implying he's working on a horror game. I think that... Um,
0: I mean, he says as to make the he, scariest horror game. Like, that's the exact thing in the tweet. Yeah,
1: but he doesn't say when. And, like, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. So I, I feel like there's a bit of a gotcha. Um,
0: I can see after Death Stranding, Sony or whoever being like, hey, yeah, you you did the experimental thing. That was cool. It, it worked out fairly well. We sold s- some copies. Why don't we go something Metal Gear or Silent Hill ish next?
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying that that this potentially isn't research for you know the project that the team is currently working on at Kojima mm-hmm. Productions. That's where I was about to go with it. Is like I, I mean, I do. Let me let me backtrack. I'm not saying it's not happening or not possible I was just saying I don't think his tweet was intended to be taken as this is the project I'm working on right now Mm -hmm. because like he knows full well that that's like a really big deal is to say my next game is going to be a horror game
0: but you if anyone I mean? could get away with it honestly, yeah, it could he can be do Kojima. He wants. Yeah, it was going to stop him. Like is something going to be like, "Oh no, no, we're not really talking about r- yeah. that right now. Can you please just like that?" No, they're going to be like, "Well, I guess fucking Hideo Kojima just said what the next project is, so whatever." Right. But again, yeah, again. It's also a good I... way to get a bidding war started on your next project.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I have a feeling they're already into the next project
0: and Speaking yeah. of but then again, yeah. I don't know,
1: maybe they had to prove themselves with death stranding sales for certain people, but I don't know. Meaning, who's not taking, you know, the knock at their door from Kojima like yeah. eight months ago when they're like, I'm finishing this up. Either Sony signed them up for another exclusive or into development, they said, You know what, this is pretty wild. We don't know if it's gonna hit, you know, the market like we mm-hmm. think and they said, you know what, you're you're free. To move around, meaning we're not going to pay you as much as we did for this or whatever
0: it was. I, I assume they're going to give him more money, but it's funny you say knock at the door because one of Kojima's stories is that he, for to, I think, fund Metal Gear, I think Konami wasn't initially excited in, uh, excited to fund like that game for the MSX, so he had to like knock on the doors of, I think, investors and Ooh. just be like, hey, this is my game idea, can you please fund this for huh. me? Interesting. But, yeah. But, Speaking so wait, of... You- yeah, Kevin did show us the bidding for that. Around $500 for a PS4 with like PT on it.
1: I mean, it makes sense because it's ultra rare actually. Yeah. Uh, because of their Wait, ability of
2: firmware.
1: to have bricked it. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> I tried to protect, but I didn't even have, you know what's funny? I have an old PlayStation. Oh no, it broke. Mm-hmm. I gave it to my brother and uh, then it broke. But anyway, I was like, do I have a copy anywhere that has been on an old system? But. I would IGN should have one sitting in its cabinets back there. We protected it for a long time. Mm -hmm. So
0: I mean, it's Uh, video game preservation is a rough thing. That there's a decent in the digital age. Yeah, yeah. people are not able to recreate that game exactly. I did see like one Dreams. Yeah,
2: didn't
1: they recreate it pretty close? Pretty closely, yeah. Not exactly the same thing. Do that with Dreams? How they get all the sound effects then? If
0: you plug the mic audio directly into the controller, it'll just record it. So, like, from a, let's let's say, a PC to, mm-hmm. and you just play the wave file.
1: Oh, and, uh, well, what I was thinking about is how do you get the isolated audio? But they didn't. It just, like, they took
0: I assume the experience stuff, yeah. one to, well, in other words,
1: you know, how are you going to cue all that different stuff? But I that, guess it's, yeah. it's close enough that they probably would manage. manage. Yeah. Anyway, the question I was going to ask you was, you do think that that's what he's working on?
0: I think that's what he wants to work on. Let's see if that ends up being the actual project. He said, like, five things at this point. He said, "Like I'm doing a movie. I'm doing <laughs> exactly what, right. Like that's what I'm
1: saying. It, it, you know, I'm sure he wants to work on a lot of different stuff, and yeah. he's still thinking about awakening his horror soul and like, regardless of how I, you feel
0: about Death Stranding, he it lets him write his ticket to wherever he wants to right now.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, sales wise, though, you know, we'll see. But like, meaning, I think Kojima Productions, regardless, has proven, you know." from the tech to the quality of the game, regards if you like, the style that they can, yeah, like, this This team knows what they're doing. Right. Amazing work. So, I mean, if they're still working on the Decima engine, though, that brings up, you know, some interesting I mean, questions. with Herman
0: Holst now the Worldwide Studios head, maybe he's, like, mandating Decima everywhere, like, hey, yeah, maybe you should use our engine still. Like, Yeah, let's not... I
1: mean, it, it would seem to me that uh, there's something going on in this world where they're allowing them to release Death Stranding on PC. PC yeah. And I assume convert the Decima engine, and that... Has That would be the first example of that, right?
0: uh Decim on PC, yeah. yeah be, is, I mean, Sony is not always, like, they sometimes just put games on PC. Not them specifically. They'll usually outsource it to someone else right. to publish it. But
1: but they're cool with that as the different market. Because, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't compete with home console sales. Right. And like, Not as directly. Anyway.
0: I think Detroit is a good example because that game theoretically, yeah, like, still sells on PS4. And it's either out or coming to PC.
1: Yeah. No, it is it is out already, I think. Is it already Epic, Epic Game Store. Yeah. There. Right? Yeah, I know
0: they announced it. I don't know if Should it's be. like...
1: It's funny because I have the Epic Game Store and like some of those I get... It's um, part of the creator program. You get access to those games for free or right. whatever. And, uh, I'm pretty sure it's sitting up there. But maybe I'm thinking about Heavy Rain is up there. I know there. Heavy Rain and Beyond. Heavy Rain is there. up there, but maybe Detroit's not yet. But yeah. this is another good one for, for you wrong.
0: But also like Ready Set Heroes is not a big game, but it's a game they put out mm-hmm. and they launch simultaneously on the Epic Game Store. Yeah. So they're not against it.
1: Right. But I want to finish this by saying I would love a horror game from. I think some of the best elements um, from Death Stranding were like the creepy vibes. And like if you've played the game and you know Higgs, Troy Baker's character, and some of the scenery around that, like I thought that was some of the coolest stuff. Uh, Also, Mad's character in um, some of these, like, yeah, you, you know, these unique environments they put him in. Uh, the thing they really made just cool. for the trailers,
0: basically. Yeah,
1: they're a really cool style, and so I hope that we do... Well, in other words, I hope that we get it, but also... Whatever he does is going to contain this inspiration, regardless. Like, right. I would argue that Death Stranding is pretty creepy from the get go.
0: It is. It has a lot of creepy moments. Yeah, and I kind of wish it BT's stuck with that. The BTs,
1: period, are creepy. And, like, in the beginning, it's not a spoiler, right? You deliver a dead body to an incinerator. I mean, it's uh, it's in his nature already. His soul has already yeah, been. Yeah, it was tense awoken- and,
0: like, interesting when you leave that incinerator and the BTs are just there. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, this is genuinely kind of horrifying. Yeah. They didn't stick with that because once you can fight back, they become not really a big thing. Yeah. But I, know, I I am interested to I see. I played on
1: hard mode. and it. maybe it, – I, I was terrified <laughs> a lot of the time when I ran I,
0: into him. I so. think – That's not shade. Yeah.
1: I'm just being – Yeah, uh, I was terrified when I ran into him because I, – and I was also like more of like a perfectionist in that I did not want to screw up my package right. delivery and all that. And I didn't want to waste the time
0: either. I do think Kojima works better when he has limitations, and inherent to horror games is limitations, because you can't be too powerful, otherwise that kind of ruins the game a little bit. Yeah, then you're not scared. Uh, Did you ever see that? I think it was a couple of weeks ago that somebody unlocked the camera in PT, so they were able to see that the ghost was just behind you the entire game. Yeah, yeah. There was no way for you to it's actually notice it. It was in, like, like
1: attached to your back effectively. Yeah. Right? I read that. Which know.
0: is actually, I don't know if that's like a game design thing of like it makes it easier to like teleport I think, it around.
1: I assumed it was a game design
0: thing. But it's just a creepy ass it's thing super that I creepy. like. Yeah. And I, I would love to see, I want to see Kojima make a new Silent Hill. I don't know that I want to see him write a new Silent Hill. Yeah,
1: well, I don't think there's going to be a... I mean, do you I, really I don't think, think, it, think that they can, like, make I don't think I'll call it case? Silent Hill.
0: I think they'll make that same game, though. Well, that would be the
1: smartest move. Yes. Yeah, yeah I mean, I will say, now that you say it... Wouldn't that be illegal?
0: No, no. I, I mean, it depends on what no. they... They're not going to reuse, like, all that stuff they've u- or made yeah, there. Yeah, you can't
1: use any of that IP that was created there, but, like, there wasn't much created, like...
0: I could see it being a bloodstain in Castlevania sort of thing... Of like this is basically the same game we just changed. Yeah,
1: no, and that now that you say it, it's resonating. I'm like, you know, if he thinks that's like the next big market and what he wants to work on, I mean, just diving in and trying to make like the most silent hilly, but new generation of whatever that is, you know, with his own twist. Yeah, I I don't. I think Death Stranding has proven he just is not interested, and Metal Gear even proved it. He's just not interested in. Taking a current genre and sticking in those rails, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, staying on the rails. So, I'm excited to see whatever he does next. You know, whether Death Stranding was your style or not, um, it does some really amazing things and has a beautiful vision. And um,
0: story wise, I still don't understand it. But uh, we also just fucking (laughs) we need more triple A horror games. Like we do. There's pretty much it's just Resident Evil. We we do.
2: Some yeah, people we do. don't like playing horror games because it scares them. Too <laughs> no, but Are there the, any of those people in this room, Kevin? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I would like to watch people play more AAA horror games. Yes,
1: I would like to do that. Yeah, but I read Twitch. online that
2: one out of three people hate horror games.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> hmm. People like to watch watch yeah people play horror games. I think also people like to play horror games for a limited amount of time sometimes. Even yeah. if they're like, I can't finish it, they liked the thrill that they got, uh, that, even in a short period. That time. reminds
0: me, I was, I was planning to pick up or, over this next break. I was planning to play through Resident Evil 2 because I've yet to do that. Because I we I'm going to guess that comes not that up long, in game here. So that's of the, year. the good news.
1: Yeah. It's really not that long, you'll be fine.
0: All right, moving on, Microsoft and early talks for Project XCloud exclusives from Ooh. IGN by Andrew Smith. With the open beta now live in the US, UK, and Korea, Project XCloud is one of Microsoft's next-gen big selling points. And it seems it could be bigger than we initially thought. During interviews at xo 19 last week in London, XCloud head Kareem Chowdhury told Steve Stav- 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 that the company is in early talks with company, or with developers to bring exclusive games to Project X Cloud. Details are still vague, but according to Chowdhury, Microsoft is exploring options of developing first party exclusives. Quote In terms of Project X Cloud exclusives, we're in early talks with first and third parties, but we don't have any announcements to share. New content and IP takes 18 months to two years to develop. Chowdhury went on to make it clear that project, any Project X Cloud exclusives wouldn't be available anytime soon, and the current focus is on making Project X Cloud as smooth as possible at launch. The first thing we're doing is lifting and shifting content. It doesn't require any development changes into xCloud. So right away, we've got a platform that can run any of the 3,000 games you can run on Xbox today, Chattery said. But from Gamma Sutra, from Alyssa McAloon, an Xbox spokesperson later told Gamma Sutra that the company's xCloud development currently revolves around serving its cons- our core console b- business. And there are currently, quote, no plans for exclusive content. Quote, we're very early in multi year journey for X ex- Project X Cloud, which is currently in public preview. We are investigating a variety of new capabilities made possible by the cloud. However, we remain committed to an approach with game streaming that is complementary to consoles and have no plans for cloud exclusive content at this time. So you're kind of saying both things right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're looking at it, but. We're not focusing on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the story's too complicated. It's mm-hmm. basically them saying we think that exclusives will be important to the platform eventually. So we're in early talks with developers, maybe or maybe not something signed. And there's just somebody else, you know, that was saying, look, our focus is not that right now, obviously, because mm-hmm. we're trying to bring all these tells over. I mean, I mean it's, it's as simple as it, that.
0: It's like. a bad look to say it this, like this early on of like. Hey, I know you guys don't like streaming services, and Stadia is really fucking the dog at this point. Mm-hmm. Why don't we give you some D- streaming exclusive things?
1: Yeah, but wait, you think it's bad for them to say that? I
0: think it's a it's a bad look right this second.
1: I don't think that at all. Mm-hmm. I think that like, I mean Google started an entire studio, you know, first party to say we're going to have exclusive cloud streaming content. Right. Uh, Microsoft, obviously, it's intuitive. But, um, you know, for them to say we're in early talks, I mean, I don't think that's a big deal whatsoever. It's sort mm-hmm. of like, duh. Um, what that means, it, I think what that means, right, is like, because Cloud is multi-platform. Mm-hmm. I think what it means is keeping it off of Stadia, right, just to be clear, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like you can only play it on X Cloud. I don't think. I think it's saying you cannot, or not only Stadium, more importantly for them, to be honest, at this moment, it's keeping you off PlayStation.
0: I, I assume. we'll see plenty of
1: that. Like, it's just exclusive titles to the.
0: Yeah, I assume what they're trying to do or they're trying to say is we could theoretically using these cloud-based systems that are not necessarily Xbox Ones, but like are based on that architecture, make something that would not run on an Xbox One. See, and I don't I, think that's that it, at all. I think they're taking that to developers like, "Hey, do you have any ideas that we could do with this thing?" Like, okay, let's take Breakpoint as an example. The Stadia version of Breakpoint, which is not out yet, Ghost yes, okay. is not like they they put it as exclusive Stadia feature that you could see what all your friends are doing because it's just a video feeds. No one's actually playing this right, game right, on their right. existing system. Theoretically, you could make a version of the game or a future let's say Gears of War or whatever. For xCloud only, that shows you what your friends are like doing and looking at. Theoretically, yes, I agree with you. That's not it's exciting, like stretching, but I understand like <laughs> that is a thing that you were unlikely to be able to do if everyone's just using their own Xbox.
1: Yes, they're like jumping into you know a moment of a game that your friend's playing or whatever. Like, yeah, I get that, but uh, those are exclusive features, and I don't think you're wrong about it. I just think, meaning, I think at, at a base, right. All it's saying is, like, it's like the Epic Game Store. It's like, we would like to keep Red Dead Redemption 3 off of Stadia and PlayStation, uh, so we're talking to Rockstar early, seeing if we can get a three-month exclusive window. I mean, I'm making that, mm-hmm. that. That's what I think this is about, as well as, like, year-long exclusives, right? It's like, this is only available on, um, you know, xCloud for the next year. Like, of course, like, the the battle will be fought in the same way that it's been fought on consoles and across Steam and Epic Store and all that now, so... of it's that surprising.
0: Um... Yeah, we'll Good see. for them, you know? I mean... I would not be shocked if they released a game that only plays on X-Cloud. I would. I, I, think I, think it's, it I think it's a bad purpose. idea. But I think... Like, I don't disagree with <laughs> you that it defeats the purpose. But on the other hand, like... No
1: bad ideas in brainstorming, yeah. Imran. So I'm not <laughs> like, sh- I'm not shaming for the idea Nintendo
0: released a 3DS without 3D. They released a Switch that yeah. can't switch. Like The 2DS, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. sometimes you just... You go, okay, well, we've expanded this enough to based on the brand and the name so why don't we just do a thing with it
1: yeah yeah i mean look i don't think it's impossible well let me ask i just you this. think it's against like isn't the nature of XCloud to say you can play it on your here but for, you, get, starters, you can to do can, all that it's, it's a gotcha situation though because you can play x cloud on your xbox like i'm pretty sure like that's right. how it's gonna work yeah so like inevitably it is still for your Xbox. it's going to There's be like, like no way for it to not be ever
0: But you could also play it on – But you
1: would have to have the service if that's what you're saying. Yes. And that's the piece we don't know either. I think I was talking to some folks. Maybe you remember this. Like – do we know like what xCloud as a service will cost yet, no. and how it will be bundled? And I think somebody it's still had, in
0: beta. And they've not talked about it. Yeah, this it would every, be a good one for yeah.
1: you're wrong if, if you can find some good source info to link to as well uh, or note. But um, I think I'd heard that Ultimate Game Pass might come with it, somebody said. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense to me. I was speculating that maybe they'll have, you know, it'll be five bucks just to add on xCloud as a service. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's not i don't think it's just gonna be free just because you bought they could
0: go to stadium model of like if you want 4k then you got to pay up a little bit more otherwise it's free
1: yeah maybe for four i I think they'd be wise to just have one fee uh gets too complicated but that's a thought too is like if you just want like you know phone 1080p blah 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 yeah you know then you don't or like i'm
0: on hotel internet i'm not gonna get 4k anyway the
1: ultimate service Yeah, yeah but Anyway, I'm excited. It's coming. The most exciting thing was the iteration from the spokesperson that they said, look, the first thing we're doing is lifting and shifting content that doesn't require any of the changes, and that means that any of these 3,000 games, you know, that you can run on Xbox. Yeah. Like, that that is the big thing I know that Microsoft's been working on, and that's going to be the game changer. Like, 22 games on Stadia, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, what, is there going to be 500, 1,000 next year if we're lucky? I mean, that assumes, like... Xbox I, One? No, 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 for Stadia. I'm like... You think there'll a, be a thousand a whole, games next I'm year? I'm saying if a whole... Indie games and all, um, Maybe. Mm. If it has any success. I'm not saying it will. It could. Easily. Like, think of how many games are on Switch. Like, if they make it easy to port. But no, I, I was... You didn't let me finish the comment. <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be nearly that many games. Um, and for xCloud to come out and be like, hey, all this is available. Like, that's the difference that we're dealing with.
0: So right let now. me ask you this. Do you think at any point Microsoft would ever make a Game Pass exclusive, a game that only exists or you can only play if you're subscribed to Game Pass?
1: So you can only play – you can't buy it – In it's just part of the pass. Yeah. Uh No, I just think it's – this is where I'm going to core values. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think xCloud is that you can't play it – you know, you can't just buy the game, right, on Xbox mm-hmm. if you want. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and likewise, I don't think it would make sense for them to be like, you have to get Games Pass. Like, you're just like, I just want to buy it, you know.
0: I could see it. I could see, it I, could right see it.
1: I think core values.
0: There, there are end runs around everything. Like, for example, let's, we'll go back to the Nintendo example. They technically do not have a thing where you can only buy this game with uh, a, what do you call it, a Nintendo online subscription. But there are only games that run within an online subscription. Like, mm-hmm. at launch, Tetris 99 was like that. That sure. Kirby game is like That's that.
1: That's like Xbox Live.
0: Yeah, but it's like, this would be an end run around the way to do it. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's I, totally I think a possible. Logic. I just
1: think you get, like, core values. I think what's interesting is, you know, I think Microsoft is more than willing to be like, yo, you can get this. It's uh, exclusive to Games Pass for 9 dollars you know. Or it's not exclusive. Sorry, where I was going mm-hmm. with this was. If you have Games Pass, you can play this. It's only nine ninety nine, right? Or you can buy the game for nineteen ninety nine and own it, and that is the. They it's like a PS that, Plus model. They do that type yeah. of thing today, and like meaning, I don't see why they wouldn't just continue that model for them to say no. You have to get Games Pass. Uh, it's a little, in my opinion, it's a little loot boxy. Because the answer is growth. Like that's That's, that's, growth, a, that's the thing it's, that
0: like gets every service in trouble is like, we got good numbers. We could have more numbers?
1: Sure. But I do think it's against core values uh, to, really, to bait you into the subscription service. Um, I would love to be wrong on this one.
0: The, the words bait and value added are going to be very eye of the beholder.
1: Uh, may, I mean, who knows? Maybe there's already been some exclusives or something, but I... I think it's the. I just absolutely no. I don't think it is the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Making me subscribe and cancel my credit card <laughs> later to play a game when I'd rather spend 19.99 on it is my own business, and there's no technical reason not to do that. And it's. I, I think they would get a ton of flack, and Microsoft has done a pretty good job to avoid that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see that. And you're wrong. as if they actually did it, um, then I'd have a lot more to say on the topic. So.
0: You're wrong. Not all that happened today. So maybe we're just all very right. Or zinging. Yeah, so, made
1: that term up I think. Speaking zinging of, a thing? I don't
0: know. Speaking of being zung. Google <laughs> responds to criticism of Stadia's 4K support. This is from Biz by Brendan Sinclair. Leading up to the launch of Google Stadia, one of the on-demand streaming services' big selling points was streaming in 4K resolution. However, one of the complaints multiple critics had of Stadia upon launch was that Stadia wasn't delivering on that promise. For example, Eurogamer's Digital Foundry editor Richard Ledbetter found that while the Chromecast Ultra TV dongle would output a Stadia stream of Destiny 2 in 4K resolution, it was actually upscaling the game running in a lower 1080p resolution. Ledbetter noted a similar issue for Red Dead Redemption 2, with the game apparently rendered at 1440p, then upscaled to 4K. Meanwhile, the burgess Sean Hollister said, Destiny 2 looked like, looked like 1080p on a TV through Chromecast Ultra, and closer to 720p when played through a Chromecast web browser. Today, Eurogamer reported that it received a statement from Google in regards to the discrepancy between what people expected based on marketing promises that all Stadia games would support 4K resolution and what people were actually getting. Quote, Stadia streams at 4K and 60fps, and that includes all aspects of our graphics pipeline from game to screen. GPU, encoder, and Chromecast Ultra, all outputting at 4K to 4K TVs, with the appropriate internet connection, the company said. Developers making Stadia games work hard to deliver the best streaming experience for every game. Like you see on all platforms, this includes a variety of techniques to achieve the best overall quality. We give developers the freedom of how to achieve the best image quality and frame rate on Stadia, and we're impressed with what we have been able to achieve for day one. Qu- quote We expect that many developers can, and in most cases will, continue to improve their games on Stadia. And because Stadia lives in our data centers, developers are able to innovate quickly while delivering even better experiences directly to you without the need for game patches or downloads. So the long and short of it is they said every game's going to run at 4K. Day one, nothing runs at 4K. Mm -hmm. So they're saying they could do it. Theoretically, they're just not doing it. Which, they're kind of throwing the developers under the bus a little bit here
1: it's total like smoke and mirrors nonsense uh you know reminding us that it can do it yeah like what does that do for me anything could be done right like uh yeah like the ps4 pro it could be 4k but it's not it's upscaled for a reason because of the performance you know that they had to meet based on the textures and the polygonal data and blah 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 and like you know where i'm going with this is like I don't know. It's already showing some signs of weakness as a hardware box in the sky because mm-hmm. you know if it was so powerful, like rendering your frames at 4K, you know, should be somewhat doable. In other words, if it's an, if it's an RTX 2080 Ti in the sky right. and running a game like Red Dead Redemption Two, I would hope. Well, not a good example because it had PC technical problems at first. But well, see, that's you, thing. you get my point. Is like I don't know. It's it is going to take time. Um, they will get stuff to 4K in the same way like, look, PlayStation 4 Pro can support 4K, and I have no doubt that Stadia is as powerful or more powerful in the sky. So they'll figure it out, but running stuff at 60, getting it to 4K, there's a lot of coding that's going to need to be done. I think it's going to be a while.
0: I mean, that, that's ultimately the thing is that you, you need to port these games to Stadia. It is not as simple as throwing on the PC. On yeah, it's own. a
1: port on top of it.
0: Right. Exactly. So it is possible that these games were not ported well for a day one platform launch. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, we tried to get it to run at 4K, but this is not a Windows environment. We Like, I believe Stadia is Linux-based. Like, maybe it's just not, like, Rockstar and... Bungie just weren't able to get it done.
1: Well, this thing was announced in March to everybody, including the developers. I mean, I'm sure they had some folks lined up before that,
0: obviously. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, they had those things teasing Red Dead and all that stuff, so they knew. Yeah, but <laughs> like,
1: I think it was a very tight launch, and it's just showing the signs of it. I personally am... Uh,
2: Have you
0: gotten dis- your Stadia yet? Uh,
1: I only used it on Chrome on my PC so far.
0: Uh-huh. They even actually sent you the hardware. So, yet? I was, uh,
1: no, I, I got that on Friday, and like, oh, I just okay. like, I was like, I'll, I'll. Meaning, I know once I hook it up, I'm gonna be. I know that it's quote unquote plug and play, but then, like, I know there's gonna be a problem with my internet cable <laughs> because I don't want to use wired, and then I'm gonna have to like go back and forth on that. So, I'm probably I, gonna check it out later today. But
2: I, uh, I, I got a Founder's Pack, and uh, I like set it up, and I started playing Destiny on my like 4K LG.
1: So you're using the Chromecast? Ultra Yeah, the or Chromecast
2: Ultra, which is hardwired in. Yep. And <laughs> it is not 4K. <laughs> it is not yeah. even close. And yeah. It's the, just one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, it's too bad that, that like there's all these problems with the rollout, and on top of that, like it's still like it doesn't look very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were I mean, watching
0: Greg play Destiny last week, mm-hmm. uh, like in, in the office, and I like I was sitting on the couch next to it, and you guys are like, oh, this does not look good. This does not look de- like Destiny. And then I went. Like I was like, oh, it looks fine. I don't see the problem because at an angle and with some glare, it looked okay. When oh, I actually yeah. stood up and looked behind it, I was like, oh, this is not great. This is yeah. a, like... 360 version of Je- Destiny right now.
1: Yeah, it's funny to hear you say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I played Doom at E3 mm-hmm. and uh, have seen, you know, the various stuff that they were showing in preview, and so I already knew what to expect, and also I've been encoding video mm-hmm. for 15 years. Yeah, that's so the thing. Might,
0: it, it looks like a, a video file. I mean, it is a video
1: file. Yeah, I know,
0: but it looks like a video file. Not only it looks
1: like one, it is. Yeah, It's streaming frame by... I mean, it's not a file, to be fair. It's streaming frame by frame, but... um. You know, I've been encoding video for 15 years, so maybe I'm a little more sensitive to it. But it's the thing I've been saying most is I don't think people with any of the cloud platforms are ready for. Actually, I think some people are like, wow, this is awesome. It works, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can't. It's destiny at 60 frames, by the way. But video encoding, it's just uh, softer and the vibrancy is way down, you know, versus staring. I also play on PC, right, you know. Uh, with the signal right in front of me on a pretty nice monitor. And so right. that also depends too, is how's your TV. Some people have TVs where the brightness is cranked and the, it's kind of a crappy TV on top mm-hmm. of it. And like yeah. on those situations, they might not notice as much. Right, um, right. I'm a lot pickier about it. Yeah. Um, there's no right or wrong, by the way. It's okay. I think you're lucky if you're not as sensitive to some of that stuff. Like meaning if you watch a ultra 4k Blu-ray mm. and you're like, I don't really see the difference. I'm fine with Netflix. I'm like, no, nope, I, I understand. I think Netflix looks great at times, but I, it's a world apart for me. Right, right, right. Um, I'm just more sensitive to it.
2: Um, it is cool how, like, I have two, uh, two Chromecast uh, Ultras, and it is cool transitioning from one to the other. It is pretty seamless. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no complaints I, there. Like, obviously, the, the library leaves yeah. a lot to be lacking.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I'm glad you brought it up, Kevin. I think yeah. that is the it's the thing we should remind folks. Look, this is not a... Uh, high-fidelity tech platform. It's not a PS5. But they said it is.
0: Their marketing, we could, till we're blue in the face,
1: we could go over the the gaffes I think they've made with the marketing so far. Just like, it's 4K HDR on your TV. Literally, that
0: was the reveal as Phil Harrison standing in front of a thing saying, PS4 is this, Xbox One is this, this way bigger circle is Stadia. To be fair, it is 4K. The resolution
1: (laughs) on your TV.
2: The game is not. That's exactly
0: what Microsoft said when Xbox (laughs) One launched.
2: What was interesting too is I, I also um, I can check my like Wi-Fi. It's also sixty FPS. My Wi-Fi uh, usage, mm-hmm. or not Wi-Fi, but like my like my router. Yeah, and yeah. I can check what's Your data usage using and what, yeah. and it's like yeah, it was like going up to like thirty-two megabits a second. So it, like <laughs> it had like the signal strength was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But um, I, I have no doubt that they are getting a four K signal and they're outputting a four K signal. Oh yeah. But the games are not rendering at four K, yeah. which is the problem. And uh, like, the Google needs. Yeah. They need a better explanation than "Hey, we did well for day one." Like, yeah. it's the you tried star.
1: I mean, but they they have a lot that has gone wrong. I would say so. Like, meaning, a, yeah, yeah, they're no. gonna be in, in PR damage control for a while. I've
0: never like, seen a more mishandled launch personally.
1: I mean, in the history of game console, that'd be a it, it, okay. It's it was, no,
2: but I mean, it as was a professional, professional. yeah. yeah. Well, especially, the, I don't especially, know that we have time to go over like that <laughs> list but. right now. Like, I feel like with it being, like, in modern times, when they could have, like, done something to be like, hey, guys, we're delaying the launch. Yeah. We're now launching this as a beta. Like, yeah. they could have said that a month ago. Yeah, totally. People would have been upset, but I feel like they would have been less upset than they are. Yeah. Now. I mean, yeah. They already now, took their money. But, yeah, yeah <laughs> but, like, that that's the thing. Like, they're still, like, they still sent out the controllers and, like, you know, keep everything the same. Just change Actually, the label on it. Yeah. yeah. And maybe say that the full launch is coming Th- and yeah. add two I, months of like free stuff to the three month,
0: or like so throw in a couple game more games or something like that. Yeah, like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, instead of twenty two, yeah, make it twenty five. You know? No, I mean like oh, the, you mean the, for the founders pack? Yeah, like yeah, the, the it's
0: Destiny and it, yeah. Samurai showdown, which is mm, yeah, I know. like okay. Being
2: said I have played Samurai Samurai showdown quite a bit.
0: <laughs> uh, like, how are you liking it? Yeah, yeah no. it's
2: fine. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it was not handled well at all. I'm just saying yeah. that there's there's certainly been some other bad launches out there. I
2: also, I also bought it after like everything was like clearly broken because mm-hmm. this is like I want this to succeed and like the only way that like if you want something to succeed, you have to support it unfortunately, yeah even if it's broken yeah yeah
0: the first i i we get some crap he- here, like it kind of funny for like believing in streaming as a thing i I don't necessarily know that I believe that streaming is the the perfect next step for everyone, but I do believe that's where the industry is going to be going in the future mm-hmm and oh, I, yeah. as an option, it is fantastic, but I think you to get to where it actually is successful and works, there needs to be a lot of missteps in the first place. There will, yeah, I think, Stadia is one of those missteps. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure, I 100 percent agree. With let's you. hope that in the next six months to a year, this is a good like the platform. Works I don't. Better. Thi- <laughs> I think it'll two can, years. It'll get better
1: every you know month. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it will like inevitably, and that's you know. Well, the I thing- mean, this
0: one, they're, like so. If this were not Google, I would agree with you. Mm. But I'm always going to be in fear that you are just going to be like, all right, fuck it, didn't work.
1: <laughs> I know, based on their history of launching various apps and, and stuff like that. But but yeah, I was going to say, it's not a high-fidelity platform. Uh, it's not about that. It is kind of what Kevin was getting at. It, it Potentially, as they refine the platform, the idea of playing your TV, turning it off and going to bed and you just paused your game and you hop mm-hmm. into bed with your phone. Once it supports my iPhone and you just start finishing stuff up there. Like it's cool. Um, it's going to have some very cool tech. XCloud's going to do it. And it is the future. Like you're saying. And I go back to what I have said since Stadia launch. I'm so excited that Google entered the race because it is mm-hmm. going to push everybody to do better, do faster. Um, and despite you know the missteps that I'm very disappointed with where, Um, just how launch was handled, like, it's it's so far from what a gamer expects, Mm -hmm. it's definitely up the alley of like, hey, this is like a cool new product from Google, check it out, and I'm like, this is not to my expectation as somebody who's been playing games a long time. I feel a little bamboozled for 130, 140 bucks, to be quite honest. Right. Right, that's, never mind, oh, this works, cool. It is a feat, by the way, it is a feat what the platform is doing. But what a disappointment it is as a gamer right now. And so I'm like, yeah, until I have all these features and it works a lot better, um, that's a disappointment. But I am glad they're ending the race. or We'll never get there, yeah. you know, fast enough.
0: I don't think people would care that much about this specific thing if there were not already, like, if it were not already fun to clown on Stadia. So, like... As a news writer, you recognize when there are narratives. Yeah, and that, that, don't get the word narratives confused with the agenda, because some Page people. do. News? is
1: this what you're talking about? Well, I mean,
0: like narratives <laughs> of like Fallout seventy six is doing bad, ergo every bad news story about Fallout seventy six is going to do better and get more self perpetuated cycles on Reddit and what have mm-hmm. you. Stadia Page was a like big, confusing, garbled mess at the beginning. Ergo, the things that they essentially lied about, but just probably didn't hit are going to be more emphasized when people will be like, wow, I can't believe this is another notch in the bad Stadia board. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, they did this to themselves, and yeah. they sh- they know that quite well.
1: Yep. Yeah, I know, tons of failed expectations.
2: Stadia's launch reminds me so much of No Man's Sky. <laughs> where it's like, oh, wow, maybe you shouldn't have said so much, you know? Right.
0: I was going to say it reminds me of the Wii U. Hmm. Of, like, the initial thing of, like, okay, we really got this going. And it's, like, slowly start the dial starts turning to the left of, like, yeah. volume turning down as we get closer to launch. And then launch comes out. And it's, like, okay, here's all, the, all those great ideas we had for this. Not ready yet. Mm-hmm. Please wait a little while while we come to grips with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, again, if they saw that coming, they should have put out, yes, like, absolutely. like, a big press thing being, like, hey, we're reworking stuff. This is now a beta. You guys will still get the Founders pack you'll get extra games or something extra mm-hmm. and like just so you know the launch is going to be up in the next like 6 months like the the true launch and everything will
0: work like we've said yeah
2: That's i think they wanted that.
0: to make a brand name established thing while XCloud and all the rest are still in beta,
1: yeah, yeah, I think their expectations are different, and yeah, like I'm sure that they knew very well internally, yeah, oh right. yeah, that it wasn't going to go that well, and maybe part of it was justified that I don't know how many people pre-ordered the platform in the first place, probably not, and maybe time. they didn't expect with the game lineup, they're like, we're not going to sell that many anyway, but yeah, to your point, we need to get the brand out there. We're just going to forge forge on, and we're going to take it on the chin, um, and we're going to get beat up for a while, but,
2: but like, we're going to, you I know, feel like hopefully. That,
1: well, Keep swinging, the, you know, and what, not give up, like you said, everyone
2: What this does, though, is, like, sully the brand name. Like, the only <laughs> yeah, thing... Yeah, it, it totally does, is, yeah. Is totally, like, Stadia is going to be, like, a bad name, like, going forward uh,
0: because Microsoft, of this. Yeah. Microsoft was so smart to have the x beta and the, like, announcement at XO. It may have just worked, like, timing-wise for how bad Stadia was messing up at the time. But having that stuff of, like, good news and this actually works while Stadia was, like, falling down over itself was smart.
1: Yeah. Well. I can tell
0: you one game you will be playing on Stadia in the future, and also possibly on the PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. Oh. Cyberpunk 2770 will probably come to PS5 and Scarlet, but not at launch. This is from IGN by Chris Priestman. CD Projekt Red plans on bringing Cyberpunk 2077 to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Scarlet, but don't expect it to be ready for the launch of those next-gen consoles. The company also discussed the game's multiplayer version and its possible monetization. Speaking at CD Projekt Red's earnings conference at Q3 2019, Senior Vice President for Business Development Michael Nowakowski answered a question from the audience about Cyberpunk 2077 coming to next-gen consoles. One quote: One may safely assume that at some point we may do something with next gen. However, we cannot really be specific about what that may be and exactly, and when exactly that may be. Nowakowski said, "Quote: I can, I will only safely assume that it's definitely not going to be around the launch timeframe of those consoles. So I think that's pretty much it." So it sounds like CD Projekt Red has not worked very, fu- or not gotten very far into looking how to bring its sci-fi RPG to PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. Not a surprise, given all the focus on Cyberpunk 2077 is out for PC, CD PS4, and Xbox One on April 16th, 2020. However. Nowakowski did add that CD Projekt Red has always focused on developing games for PCs, so in many many areas we are kind of ready or almost ready for stronger specs. So from a technical technical perspective, this might be doable, he said. Nowakowski also answered questions regarding the possible monetization of Cyberpunk 27's multiplayer version, which will be added a long time after the game's release. He wasn't able to give a clear answer on this as, quote, the project is in a relatively early stage, but he did affirm that it does have monetization elements, such as microtransactions, Then they would offer good value to players. Quote, we keep experimenting. That's our first multiplayer game. We check various options, possibilities, and it's definitely not the first time to point you to a specific direction on... Definitely not the time, sorry, to point you to a specific direction on that, Nowakowski said. Quote, I can ex- of course I expect that we won't change our general policy towards qu- deals with gamers, So I expect wise monetization and, as always, value for money. See, Product Red has also previously stated that Cyberpunk 2077's single-player campaign will not have microtransactions as it would lose the goodwill of our customers. So there's a couple of Cyberpunk ideas there. Not going to be at launch for next-gen consoles. Yeah. Which yeah, there's
1: two stories going on here. Yeah. It's like the next-gen launch and then the microtransaction yeah. stuff.
0: Once, when they showed it, not this year, but last year at E3, everyone, I think, went, yeah, that's not a fucking PS4. Like, that is not a game that I can see running oh. on modern consoles.
1: Yeah. Like, I was thinking PS4 Pro, you know, i sure they'll figure out. You know how to do that.
0: There um, was a lot going on in that demo last year,
1: but yeah, I mean, they're are a PC developer, as they just said. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it that is what it's running on is very high end PCs. When we get those demos,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, there's a lot going on. So I, I'm again feeling fortunate because, like, I you you're
0: know, a PC gamer,
1: play on PC already. I'm set Correct. up with a pretty decent rig. Um, but otherwise, to your point, maybe is like, man, I'm excited to see this on the next gen
0: platforms, mm-hmm.
1: and what a launch game that would make. Would would there Why be? Why can't a... we
0: make this happen? Would you buy this game on a console for any reason?
1: I mean, it has to assume that I haven't played it as of last, (laughs) you know, or next May on the PC. So, like, you know what I mean? Removing that of the equation? Like, yeah. Okay. On PS5 or, is that what you're asking? Next gen? Okay, let's say current console. On PS4 or Xbox One. Nah. Nah. Oh, not, be, uh, yeah, meaning I'm the type that I'd rather buy a Black Friday bargain <laughs> now on a PC, get ready, you know, quote unquote, for uh, it to come out in April and, mm-hmm. and play it then. I just, um, what happens to me normally is uh, console gens are transitioning. It's usually about two and a half, three years out um, into that, fi- you know, within that five year cycle that I start to feel the like... Uh, yeah, this resolution, this frame rate, this whatever. I'm like, I got to switch. That happened to me last gen from 360, Xbox One, and it's certainly, um, you know, now, I start a lot earlier now, I guess. Actually, I don't know. (laughs) In other words, right, I actually had, like, an old computer. Um, I was streaming and mostly uh, just streaming from it for a while, but I was playing games, like, when Tomb Raider was first, you know... um, launched at Bioshock Infinite and mm-hmm. so that was sort of the timeline of when I made this the Switch last gen. And then for this one, I guess I've just had no it's been about three years. So yeah, it was about two and a half.
0: Yeah. Years Towards out, the end of generations years I years. generally play most of my stuff on PC. Yeah. Like then current uh I don't want to call them stopgap consoles, but the more powerful versions of the consoles have changed it up a little bit so they I'm playing have. like it's just like easier Xbox for me, 1X. yeah, to play like Jedi on Did- Xbox One X, and it would be to get it set up. On. That was a mistake because that apparently that version's way better. Yeah, but i <laughs> I will probably play Cyberpunk on PC.
1: As you should. I mean, again, a PC developer on top of that. Yeah. That's their just, that's I the just first platform.
0: I don't see that game running well on PS4. I just don't. No. It's oh, like, like when you saw that thing of them walking in the city and seeing all those NPCs walking around. I don't see yeah. like that happening well.
1: I, yeah. I feel you on this one, man. And I normally wouldn't do this, but it will not run well on your PlayStation. On a 4. PS5 or And Xbox even too, for a maybe. PS4 Pro, I think it's gonna be a stretch to run well. But I think they'll get it to the point where it's fine. Right, we're
0: already at the point now where I feel like games are not running well on consoles. Yeah, like Control is a good example. Jedi doesn't run that great, honestly. Like they're I, yeah,
1: it, no. I, I mean, I need to play action games. I guess I don't know if you can call this an action game or not, but um, almost all games. I guess I would say I want to play, play at sixty, FB 60 FB. frames. Yeah. yeah, it's hard for me to walk back to thirty frames at this point. Um, I think there's a couple more like art, artsy type games that like maybe but... Are there games that
0: you feel like this is a console game and this is a PC game? Nah,
1: I'm over that narrative. Mm -hmm. There was a time. um, But what I meant by that was I guess the comfort of sitting down in front of my TV and the way it used to be. Like there was something there but now like you can easily hook a PC up to your TV and I Meaning it works a lot better than it used to as well. Like you used yeah. to try to plug a, a PC in your TV and it'd have like a, a VGA port or a, P, a DVI port to try. Everyone has get some work. huge overscan now, problems. Yeah, and, you know. now everything like works pretty darn well. So it's pretty, it's super easy in my opinion just to plug it in. Like, yeah, that's how I played Fallen Order. The fir- like preview before we could stream it and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just routed it through to my TV and I was like, oh, this looks great. Yeah,
0: that's how I played Control and I was like, this this yeah. is actually Yeah, I'd, I'd love well. to
1: do that. I'm only playing on you know smaller monitors.
0: So. But I do have that thing of like this feels more like a console game to me and I can't ex- cannot explain to you why but like for example if I were to play like the next devil may cry or the next platinum game mm-hmm. I would probably play that on a PS4 and I'm not. I couldn't tell you why it feels more right to, for me to Is do your that PC
1: hooked up to your TV though
0: yes like, I just play control that
1: way. Do you find it easy to pick up and turn on though?
0: And that's the problem. Yeah. Ultimately, is it like that? Plus when the I, ecosystem I want, yeah, When is. I want to do that, it's switching all the stuff, making sure it all works. Mm-hmm. My computer will freak out for a few seconds when it happens. Then, if there's a hard crash, it's that's part of it too. Is there's a hard crash? It's easier for me to deal with it on a console yeah, yeah, than it yeah. is on a PC. Yeah.
1: So the, exactly, it's stuff um, like and that, and I think that's fair. You know, there's still some like you had a startup origin or whatever it is you're playing on right. and then you got to wait for the so the, the if PC it has controller support yeah. yeah and you got to be in a mood to go through those extra and
0: slides. some some games don't support using the other monitor as the main monitor for a thing if it's on steam big picture mode it will but there are some epic games of games that don't do that yeah they. it is weirdly complicated and now kind of like because it, it works fine you can boot up origin and press play on, on top
2: of that you need to have a PC strong enough to run yes. it Cause like, I have yeah. a, a decent laptop but I don't think it can run right but this game assumes game.
1: you do meaning yeah. in the world of this feels like a console game I get where you're coming from I feel like Thankfully that narrative's going away and certainly with the cloud platforms. That's the point is you're not we're getting to where like I might just pop on Fallen Order on my phone for a while in bed and I had it on and then I went over back to my PC and I said this on I think Gamescaster. Maybe it was Games Daily last week where Mm -hmm. I was like my dream is I hope you know PlayStation and Xbox offer this is like I want to download and play this stuff. And if I hop over and play it on my phone, cool. It's just streaming with the same save and everything. But like, if you could get parity on that somehow, right? So, meaning I'm playing the downloaded version on my TV, full res, or on my PC, and then I hop over and I'm like playing in bed. But it's one is streaming and one's from my hard drive. But the resolution, obviously, is and the the fidelity is completely different. So that's
0: a world I could live in. But Fran, that world is so far away. If I wanted to know what's coming to the mom and drop shops today, where would I look?
1: the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Confunny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday.
0: Yeah. Out today, Brain in Retro was out for PS4, Rescue Tale is out for Switch, True Fear Forsaken Souls Part 2, uh, It was not a console list I think I'm just going to guess PC. Id Ego is out on PC, Nova Vault is out on PC and Mac, Helm Realm is out today on PC arrow is out today on pc 6.0 is out today on pc how do you think that game's gonna rate
1: wait which one i was looking at 6.0 true fear which is on pc uh i don't know i don't even know what that game is
0: brainer you're missing the obvious joke it's fine oh tides of existence is out on pc unlit is out today on pc
1: (laughs) i was trying to make sure they had the release date for true fear i didn't expect that My, Uh my bad it's my
0: bad new dates one Piece Pirate Warriors releases on March 27th, 2020 on Xbox One, PS, PS4, PC and Switch. Greece hits PS4 this week. Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition comes to Switch on February 20th, 2020 for $20. That's 0-2-2-0-2-2 or 2020420. Wow, not yep. confusing at all. Not at all. Um, uh no real deal of the day. The PSN Thanksgiving sale is still going on, but if you like physical versions, most stores are matching those sales. So, like, I saw Uncharted 4 for $10 at Best Buy. Like, uh, Persona 4 is, if you w- didn't want to wait for Royal or just fine getting it a $10 version now, you can do that. Nice.
1: So, yeah, True Fear, Forsaken Souls, fairly highly rated. Mm-hmm. On PC, Steam, uh, Switch. On apps as well, Google Play mm-hmm. and uh, the Apple App Store. And I don't know if it made it to Xbox or PlayStation, but on that, maybe you can help us out.
0: But no fake fear for we, us. We we only list, true fear here.
1: It looks like it is, maybe. Uh, no, par- I don't know if it's on. Oh, no, I'm seeing it on the PlayStation Store as well. It seems like it's almost everywhere. We list these for a reason is the point. So I got fixated on like I was like, I want to make sure that they get the release date info. So mm-hmm. pff, done and done. It's on pretty much every platform and highly rated. It's a video puzzle game with some horror elements. So,
0: One of three people do not like horror games, Fran. Yes,
1: true. which is a fact that <laughs> I don't know who
2: made That's up on the show. That's a statistic that I heard online. Yeah. yeah. Must, you <laughs> 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 he heard <laughs> it online <laughs> I and mean, it must buzz. be true.
0: Once you say it on the show, it becomes true. Yeah. Dear God.
1: Well, I wish that were true. That we wouldn't have to before. have you wrong. Yeah.
0: This sounds like something. Right. <laughs> it's time for reader mail you can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free speaking of ads this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by nothing because it's Thanksgiving week and we don't have to ads this week hey frankfurter writes in what's up no everyone it's flu season and it seems like I've caught it for the first time in nearly six oh, years no. I remember as a kid playing video games while sick at home, and no one was around to tell me to go to bed. Back then, I remember playing through Ratchet and & Clank and its many sequels while home sick. Do you have any similar memories on sick days at home? If so, what'd you play or do? Thank you for all you do, Frankfurter.
1: Oh, man. I mean, I can't remember the specific times, but that is a very common thing mm-hmm. that I remember doing, yeah.
0: I remember starting Animal Crossing New Leaf while sick. And I was like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna just play this game all day in my be- in bed with my 3DS. it's gonna be fine." That game, if you do one thing, it's like, "All right, that's all you can do today." Once you start it, because <laughs> they want to like ease you in. Yeah. Like, you just can't do anything else today. You can't it's progress like, with it.
1: Yeah, you like did all your tasks for the day. Or yeah, and the it's road, like, so. well,
0: you could just wander around and like maybe shake some trees. Chop I guess, some trees but down, like. Right? Not much else you can do. like, fuck, this is <laughs> this is what I spent my whole... I was going to spend my whole day playing this game.
1: Yeah, it was throttled. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, like, it happened to me so many times. I also think it's blurred vision because of, you know, having worked at IGN for so long, and there were so many games that I'd either be reviewing or working on and, like, being sick, and it was just, like, part of the day and the job in general. Um, but I'm sure there was many games. And then it, it really is the ones that you fake sick for. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the real Any, story. That was Winmaker for Any me. Any
2: stories where you
1: fake sick? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. I mean, it definitely I, happened. I
0: faked sick to play Wind Waker. My mom was very explicit that if you were if you were going to stay home sick, you're not going to play video games. Oh, yeah, but then yeah, she like yeah, yeah. folded, she crumbled. Yeah, immediately. She deal with your nonsense. Like, yeah, just fine. And I remember like when she came in to tell me she was like heading off to work. I was like all in the volcano dungeon already. And I was just like, "All right, cool." I was like, not even pretending to be sick anymore. I was just like sitting up out <laughs> of bed. I'm play- what this is. Yeah, you're like, and that's the funny
1: bit. She knew why you were doing it, and you knew that she knew. And you're like, "Let's just let's." I mean, let's, let's be not honest. Pretend if Mom. I went
0: to school that day, I would not focus on anything because yeah. I wanted to be home and playing Zelda.
1: Exactly. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but any number of big games that released in uh, you know I guess the '90s and early 2000s, maybe that mm-hmm. I was skipping some work at IGN as well, but.
0: Speaking of which, BJ Bernardo writes in and says, Hi y'all. As a former as former employees of the medium journalism party of the game industry, do you ever experience crunch? Was it the same level we hear about from the developing part of the game industry? Is there anything you learned at your previous jobs that could help with crunch? Thanks, BJ. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Absolutely like I I've thought about this a lot because crunch in game industry is a little insidious in the game journalism industry. Yeah. Because it's never like Bosses don't tell you to do it. And to their credit, they don't tell like they they don't want you to do it. But yeah. when you get a job and they don't. Okay. At Game Informer, they did not want you to do it. I That's have the trick though, did they? <laughs> I believe that they did not. Because they would tell me, like, yeah, if the news goes up late, then who cares? Or not don't yeah. break your back doing this sort of thing. But when you're in that industry, you, there are, I want to say, like, this is just spitballing a number, but there's 500 jobs in that industry that 5 million people Games want. Games media. Yes. Mm-hmm. 5 million people want those. Yeah. So you always have this thing looming over you that you're worried that you need to prove your place here. Mm-hmm. So you are going to crunch and do things because the game industry operates at on hours. The week I got laid off, that Sunday I was staying up late at night, and I think it was until midnight, writing stories pre-brief for Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, well, I need to get this news up. I'm not going to be awake for the thing, yeah. so I might as well do it now. And the thought in my head was, you do this work, you work this hard to prove your place, and once you prove your place, you're good. Obviously, I got laid off, so that's not true.
1: Yeah, but you can <laughs> get laid off for performance.
0: Right, right so, that's what I'm saying, but like, th- that level of, you work to break your back, and you work against all th- all the odds, and to prove it, to the world that you deserve where you are, it yeah. fate conspires against you sometimes. It's not always true. So crunch is very self-imposed in the game journalism industry, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, like it's still a thing we all do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I think you said it best. Is that it? Actually, is true that um, what I can say is actually the games industry has evolved to. Yeah, not they don't want you to do it. Uh, I was being a little snarky because originally mm-hmm. that's what you were hired to do. I yes, mean, legitimately, when I got hired, it was a twenty-four-seven job. It didn't matter if news was breaking in Japan, and so it was four AM for you. Like it didn't matter. Is make sure you get the story up. There was no conversation about. You know, sorry, go Homer. I mean, there's a little sympathy of your time, but not mm-hmm. really. It's like, do you have that review ready? Where's the news story get up? But
0: we Reviews were all, are definitely crunch. Yeah, no, but it
1: was everything. All yes. We did news, screenshots, video. This is the early, early days. Yeah, that, that was know. a weird... That was the time of like, you had to yeah, be... Yeah. Non-existent CMS where everything you upload straight to the FTP and... But whatever, uphill both ways stories. But point is, uh, it's nice because the uh, industry has evolved away from that too. They actually, you know, there's enough... I should say enough, but barely enough sometimes, I think, money in the industry that, like, yeah, like now people have a normal job with benefits and, like, don't yes. kill yourself. We can get a freelancer to do this, but be vocal with me. And so it's nice that it's changed that. However, because I think of what it's born out of and what gamers are, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's, you, yeah, you're just out there grinding, man. You know, you wanna yeah. complete your tasks. Um, I think part of it is just being a gamer, but part, uh, you hit the nail on the head too, is that there's so many people. That would love that job, and you're lucky to have it. And it's not like a. There are people who are willing to
0: work like much more just to prove that if you're not willing to prove it, somebody else is.
1: Yeah, and I don't think I was going to say I don't think it's the fear, but it's like you do appreciate. You're like this is it's still a cool job, and like I should get this done. And also, there's tons, thousands, and hundreds of thousands sometimes of people seeing your work, and it's like what a what a lucky person I'm. But. That's where the trouble creeps up, and you know I could go on for a yeah. long time. Having been in IGN with many coworkers and employees, like it gets to you. you if burn you out don't, if you don't take the break, and that's what you got to be careful of. And that was the last part of the question. You know, is there anything you learned to deal with crunch? Did you learn
0: the first? <laughs> I would say the first six months at Game Informer. Like at the end of that, I was ready to quit because I I had burned myself out yeah. that hard. So I learned I need a work life balance. I can't. I cannot make my entire life this job, even though I love the job and even though it meant a whole yeah, lot to me. Yeah, it just me. would never stop. Yeah, like at some point, I can't do that. So I had to learn, take time for myself. Play video games that I'm not covering. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't think... Like, one thing I remember thinking about was, as a freelancer, everything you play, you have to think, what is an angle I can do with this? When I was working at Game Informer, I learned to turn off the what is my angle on this idea. And it was just like, I'm just going to play this video game to play it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, once I clock off for the day, I'm not going to think about games for the rest of the today. Like certain days, I'm just like, I'm going to watch Netflix. That is my day today is it's not going to be video games. Mm -hmm. So they're like the learning prospect was I need to carve out time to have a life because if I don't force myself to do that, then I will easily fall back into those same issues of, the cycle never stops and I always need to be a part of it.
1: Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, it. it's a life lesson that uh, certainly there's crunch in the games industry and as you go into Q4, I mean, sometimes you, get, you have to actually play these, you know, 70-hour games that are due in a week um, and it happens. And so that's part of the crunch that does exist. But what I was going to say is, Across all jobs and family lives, et cetera, like it's there's always something that you could be worrying about. And mm-hmm. you have to draw the line in the sand and figure out rituals and ways to not do that and There was moments in time where I started to realize things like I was checking my email and meeting calendar, you know the night as I'm going to bed, yeah, um and it got frankly so bad that eventually I made like a choice and said, "Do not do it." And I would find myself reaching for the phone, and I'd, I'd like flip it over, and I was like, "No." And eventually, after the habit was broke, it was really nice, as I said, I can check this stuff in the morning because mm-hmm. it was keeping me up. Yeah. And so, little things like that, you you literally have to do for your own sanity and your health. So make sure that you're able to do that check in. It's super important.
0: My first E3 with Game Informer, I forgot to eat several days. Yeah. Like yeah. Just, see, and that's like you just in this last time. Yeah, last time I was like, no, fuck it, I'm gonna make time to like go out there. And just sit with the headphones in somewhere, just not think about this, yeah. Yeah. and just eat my food.
1: Yeah, you have to take breaks. You have to just go drink water, yeah. things like that. Uh, it, will get, it will spiral out of control really fast. So.
0: All right. No squat up, so squat up with your family this Thanksgiving, with your That's friends right. and family. Yes. All right, let's check your are wrong. People have told us what we got wrong during the show. Uh, let's see. Uh, Persona 5 is on sale Iman mistakenly said Persona 4 That's correct Yeah Persona 5 on PS4 Is on sale Persona 4 is the better game I'm we'll gonna throw that out there <laughs> uh, Stadia sent devs Over to Bungie For six months mm-hmm. To help port to Stadia So it's weird They're blaming the devs That's That is weird You guys are right It's not really a correction But okay Alright Mike Yeah Other than that I Everything else is stuff We've covered So cool yeah, it's Not like many did corrections pretty good job today Uh Yeah uh, so tomorrow's house, it'll be me and Gary Witta, and then we'll be on break for the rest of the week after that. Remember, right after this, we are doing Gamescast Live. We will have a phone number where you guys can call in. Do not leave voicemails. You will call in and you will talk to us directly.
1: For Patreon members. Also, yeah. there's
2: right? a small chance that it might not work, you know. Okay, <laughs> there's, a, there's a
0: small chance it might not work, which means you're going to hear us talk about Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order and Pokemon again. All right. All right. <laughs>
1: But they head to uh, patreon.com slash kind of funny games if they yeah. want to get so access if, to this. If
2: you are the, uh, what, silver tier yeah. level of support, you can watch it much. early yeah. and participate. Possibly.
1: Yeah. We're the freelancers, Kevin. You got to know that. Um, but yeah, head over there. We're going to have a fun the show.
2: Director. I don't know about
0: that stuff. None of us get salaries for this. It's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, some of us do. <laughs> Fran, thank you for coming. Always a pleasure. And I'll see you in like two minutes. Have a great Thanksgiving, best right. friends.
1: What's going on, everybody? It's Fran or FM3 underscore right here on Twitch. Gonna read through some of this additional support y'all throwing at us. Really appreciate it, everybody who's watching live, who's stuck around also for the shout outs. Um, so, new support coming in. Thank you so much to Astray GT with the Prime sub. Uh, thank you to Matty D123 with the Prime sub. Joystick, Irvine Dude, JBurney01. Alderon champion, all with prime subs. Also coming in, we got FM seven two three with a prime sub. Hey, this is getting close to my name right there. What's going on? Um, We got head led off. (laughs) I don't know about that one. Head one ed off. Head led off. I don't know. Uh, Thank you so much for the fourteen months prime sub. Uh, I'm trying to look for chat because you could correct me. I don't top left left, where Kevin. Oh, here it is. This, I mean, I can read it right here. Where'd you put it? Kevin's touching my hand, everybody. You like it? No, I don't. Your That's a. Really good. No, he's smelling my hair now. What is he it's doing? It's a weird thing. This is. definitely thing. weird. The whole thing well, I don't is weird. Kevin, Kevin, what are you doing? You know, I, I'm actually. So he came over here. All right, guys. Let me continue.